Hello, hello, everyone. It is Andrea Maxim here. Welcome to another episode of the Profitable Practice Podcast. I am, of course, your host, and I wanted to share with you kind of a, an ongoing question that a lot of people have been asking, whether they are in one of my programs, whether they are talking to me on a strategy call. I wanted to kind of air out one of the most common questions that people ask. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Profitable Practice Podcast with me, Andrea Maxim, naturopathic doctor turned healthpreneur. And every week I'm bringing you no-nonsense, no BS, actionable strategies to create a practice that is not only profitable, but fully sustainable by you. If you're an action taker like me and want to create a practice that is profitable, then you've come to the right place. Now we are approaching episode 100. In fact, if you stay tuned, the next one is going to be a milestone with the Profitable Practice Podcast. And I just want to thank you guys so much for listening, for sharing your feedback, for reaching out to me. Um, I love like just communicating what's going on with me and my lifestyle. And I think the podcast is a beautiful way for me to do that. And to celebrate our 100th episode, I've put together my favorite episodes from the past 100 and they're all in a single lead magnet. So they're on one page and I have them all organized on the different levels of where you might be in your business. So we have the mindset piece and all of my favorite episodes for the mindset. We have the financial side of things. So getting comfortable with the money conversations and being very good about your money and taxes and things like that. Things that we don't always want to talk about but are very important. Um, we have getting started in your business. We have business running hacks and how to be more efficient as a business owner and running a highly profitable practice or clinic or online business. So the download and I welcome everyone to go grab that is www.maximizebusiness.ca forward slash business roadmap. And again, this is a lead magnet that has been in the DreamWorks for months and it's finally put together and ready for you. And I didn't want to launch it any sooner than when we celebrate our 100th episode. We are episode number 99 today. So go grab that maximizebusiness.ca forward slash business roadmap and it's basically like a business in a box like everything that you need is there on the one page all of the episodes organized so that you know exactly what section you should be listening to and then all you need to do is take action that's all that you need to do so back to the topic of today's presentation this has been a conversation I've been having for the past couple of weeks so I thought why not make a podcast episode about it and the question is, of course, about battling overwhelm, but really what it comes down to is where should I be putting my time and how can I be more strategic? And so let's just say you're starting out, um, and I've seen this in the Maximize Your Clinic Next Level program, or um, I even just got off a strategy call with someone who's just starting out in their nutrition practice, and 
they're sort of like, well, I, I would need to make a new website because um, my website needs to be updated. I want to do all these blogs, but I haven't created a schedule to do blogs. And all of these other, other what I like to call kind of, you know, um, glitter or it makes your business look shinier but really it's not impacting what you need to be accomplishing and if your goal if what you need right now in your business is to get new leads then you shouldn't be spending your time and effort on building a website there are a lot of successful businesses that run strictly through social media and book people in off of pms and dms there are a number of people that all they have is a single landing page that has basically either book a visit with me or book a call with me. Um, And you could absolutely do something like that. There are a lot of businesses that just don't have a website at all. And yet website development and even just maintaining it. And God, like I cannot tell you how many times I've wanted to just shut my websites down because it is so expensive and it's an ongoing expense and then you have to pay for the upgrades and then it upgrades on its own and you lose links and all these other things. Websites can sometimes be a great project and while it does account and add to the authenticity of you and your brand, I don't believe that it is a necessity. So don't get distracted by the glittery, fancy things in your business. So another very common one is, well, I want to start writing blogs. Blog posting, YouTube video posting, all of those things is part of the long game. Yes, they do require priority. And yes, they should be done if that is a way that you want to start marketing yourself. But you're not really going to see the return on that investment for at least 12 months. So again, you need that money coming into your business now. So if your number one area in your business that is failing, that needs more attention, and that is lead generation and cash flow, then you really should be thinking about where you are spending your time. You really should be making sure that you're not being distracted by the busy work, by the projects, by working 40 hours a week and feeling like you got nothing done because you have nothing to show for it because people aren't booking in with you. What you need to be doing, if that is where you're at, if you need to be getting more cash flow and more leads into your business, you should be focusing your time there. Whether that is showing up live on social media, whether that is creating Facebook ads so that they are constantly fishing for people for you, whether that is going out and hustling and finding and getting in front of these audiences. And a great example of what I've told other people in the same position is when I was first starting my um, first couple of years, I knew I just needed to get in front of as many people as I could, as many people that I would want to attract or at least were um, able to even refer me to their family or friends. So the first year or two, actually the first uh, exercise that I did was I got an Excel spreadsheet I went online to my local community page and I looked at all of the banks, all of the Chamber of Commerce, all of the Rotary groups, all of the weight loss groups, all of the church groups, and I itemized them all and listed them all down in an Excel spreadsheet. And each column was, 
Did you contact them, yes or no? What date did you contact them? How did you contact them, email or phone? Did you um, reach out again? Did you book them in, yes or no? So every week I would go back to that Excel spreadsheet and see what needed to be updated and what didn't or what was already taken care of. So the big piece about this is, yes, I emailed everybody. I rarely got on the phone with anyone unless they didn't list an email. And you have to make sure that you are strategically reaching out to these groups. So you don't want to just say, hey, I would love to do a 30-minute lunch and learn on what naturopathic medicine is. That is not going to excite anybody. That's not going to get people wanting to book you in. You can still make it a repeatable email but for every group I specifically picked a presentation title and I was choosing between maybe three or four and I said okay for the banks I want to do stress management or sleep management for the weight loss groups I want to do maybe gluten-free or dairy-free eating or just how to lose weight with five natural steps for my church groups it was let's just say even around healthy supplementation. If I knew that it was older women, it would be menopause. If I knew it was um, a running group, so uh, running rooms love to have people come in right before the group goes out and runs. So while they're getting their shoes on and taking their supplements or whatever, it's literally like a 10 minute sit down and chat. And so for them, I was doing more sports performance and anti-inflammatory Um, nutritional methods so when you reach out to these people while the prep like the whole email is predominantly the same you do want to be making sure that you are talking their language so banks would love you know either um, again as I said stress management sleep management that type of thing and the other great resource for you to use is meetup groups So going and finding all the meetup groups that are in your area and just reaching out and say, hey, I have this topic that I think would be perfect for your meetup group. What do you think? And then reaching out to them and making sure that you follow up because nothing is worse than when I get an email from someone who wants something from me and they never follow up again. I'll respond or I'll forget. When they reach out to me multiple times, I know that they actually care. They're organized. They're keeping track. Um, it makes me more likely to lean in and say yes to something as opposed to just receiving a one-off strange email from someone I don't know and never having a follow-up again. So I did that on that Excel spreadsheet and I booked like maybe one or two events and most of them were no more than a half an hour over the lunch period and it was wonderful. And over time, I started booking in all of the people, not all of them, but a good majority of the people from those seminars. And that lasted for like it had a nice ripple effect of a couple of years. So people that saw me a year or two ago remembered that I gave the talk and they reached out to me. Because again, the most important leverage that you have is to be memorable. And so when somebody is ready to make a change, that you are the first person that they think about. So kind of recapping If your number one issue around your business is getting in leads and getting in quick cash flow, I strongly encourage you to stop wasting time on the shiny stuff. Stop wasting time on the things that are going to make you look better. But if people don't know who you are, then no one's really going to be looking at it anyway. So getting in front of as many people as you can is very important. If not doing seminars, because for some people that can make you want to like vomit in your mouth, I get it. 
do it to your own comfort level. So one of my favorite strategies that I did was um, a supplement tea party. So I went to a local coffee shop and I said, hey, could I host a 10-person presentation here? Everyone will buy coffee or tea, but I just want them to bring in supplements that they're already taking and I'm just going to sit there with them and go over what I like about them and what I don't like about them. And I did that a few times and it was a massive hit. And that required next to no effort except for getting people to come out to it. Um, And of course, if you are doing things that people are already meeting at, you're much more likely to have a bigger audience than if you are trying to get people to come out of their way to your event, your clinic. Um, As I said to the coffee shop, you have to work a lot harder to get people to do something outside of their routine. So I strongly encourage you to stick with the easier pieces, which is a a group that's already meeting and you're just kind of showing up as a host or presenter or something like that. Um, And then the other thing that I did all the time was basically every health show that was available around my area I signed up for. Health shows and trade shows are a huge time spend. They rarely turn out to be worth it unless you are doing it strategically. So again, if your goals are lead generation and booking people into your office, you better be giving all of these people a reason to book in with you. A 15-minute conversation for free is not going to do it anymore. Getting people onto your newsletter list is not going to do it anymore. So you have to create some sort of a like wellness checkup, a thyroid makeover, an energy support visit, anything that you can think of that would engage those people and give them a reason why they need to book in with you. And hopefully that reason is relatively non-committal because people also may not be ready to make that commitment either. So um, at trade shows, we would do a sort of carnival game where they would throw a ping pong ball into different dishes and each dish would be an automatic win, whether it be a t-shirt, a free copy of my book, the downloadable version, or a free 30-minute visit. So that was always a huge hit. Um, Other people have done um, like a draw to a big supplement package or to supplement um, samples, like you could make little packages from different supplement companies. Anything like that where, again, it's a quick win and in order to play, they had to give me their email. So then it's up to you to create that nurture sequence on the back end and follow up with those people and see if they're ready to book in with you. So that is the big places that I think you should be putting your time. And if you're not willing to do that, then you have to be comfortable with the outcome that follows. So if you're putting all of your time into things that are not helping you drive leads immediately and improve cash flow immediately then you might need to be reanalyzing where you're spending your time. Okay, so right now, all I want you to do is go download that business roadmap, www.maximizebusiness.ca forward slash business roadmap. And of course, if you have any questions for me, please hit me up on Instagram at AndreaMaximND. I'm of course your hostess with the mostess. Thank you again for listening. I will see you on episode 100 next. You guys are killer. Thank you as always for listening to the Profitable Practice Podcast. Leave me a comment and if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. Definitely subscribe to this podcast and leave me a quick review. For those ready to maximize your practice, contact me at 
www.maximizedbusiness.ca.